Hi, welcome back. As a break from the norm, this week I'm dropping a series of daily short bonus interviews with previous guest, Dr. Morgan Gay. Each day, Morgan will answer a question related to food and food trends. Morgan has a wealth of food and food trend related knowledge, so I hope you enjoy it. All right, Morgan, tell me, why does smell make us buy things we don't want? Our tendency to buy stuff comes from our socialization and aspiration. So we desire and then we acquire. So it's like we see things and then we want it. But the locus for scent is in the limbic or reptilian part of the human brain, which means that it functions as a primary instinct. For example, you smell the milk, it's gone bad or sour, so you feel revulsion and you don't drink the milk, even though it looks okay. You go to the store for a new carton of milk because you know you need one, but the bread smells so good that you buy a loaf. You don't need a loaf, but you buy it because that freshly baked bread smell is pumped throughout the store to entice shoppers to do exactly that. It links into those comforting memories, that part of the brain of freshly made food where they think, oh, I want that, even though they don't. And they think it's freshly made, even though it isn't. So there's a lot of tricks happening with smells. For example, if you walk past the M&M flagship store, there's one in most major cities around the world, you can smell that chocolate pumping out of the store. It smells like chocolate because that's what they're pumping out, but M&Ms never smell like chocolate because they're candy-coated. So there's a trick, but the limbic part of the brain picks that up. So we buy lots of things based on smell. If you think about Abercrombie and Fitch, they are pumping out a smell in the store that people link into, which then relates to a whole experience in store, but nothing to do with the actual product you buy. Hamley's Toy Store in London pumps out a smell of pina colada. It makes parents linger longer so that they can then succumb to the pester power of their children. It's most places have a scent brand that they pump out in the store on the airline. Even the Eiffel Tower has a, has a scent brand. In fact, I believe that Rolls Royce, <laughs> Rolls Royce have a, a special smell that they spray into every Rolls Royce that comes off the production facility. And it smells like their best selling vehicle, which I think was something like the Silver Shadow in probably more than 60 years ago. And they pump that smell of that car into other cars that they sell. In fact, if you, a lot of people talk about the new car smell and that new car smell isn't a new car. That is the smell of new car that is pumped into cars that come off the production line, every single brand. We relate scent and smell to objects and we have a positive experience around those objects and it makes us want that object because we we link it to something that is much deeper in that limbic part of the brain is the part that memories, desire comes from. But it's definitely inspirational and it's definitely, definitely to do with culture. Different cultures prefer different smells. That is across every single culture in the world but much more divided when we think about places like, for example, certain tribes love the smell of onions or they love the smell of cow dung and they revere that. And we perhaps in the West, depending on where we live, so in the US, there's a real tendency towards clean smells, powdery smells, things like the washing, the downy washing fabric scent, the cleanliness, the clean linen smell. That's a real preference. And it goes across the perfume brands, the American perfume brands. It's not the case in UK or, or in Europe. So we you know we really, we're really attuned to smell, even though we find it hard to articulate. And often we don't know we're being manipulated by brands and stores and supermarkets mm-hmm. 
to buy things that we don't want based on a reason that we don't even know. Okay, folks, that's all for now. Come back tomorrow for some more of Dr. Morgan Gay's Food, Futurology, Insights and Trends.